Welcome back to the Talking Smith podcast. Fucking sorry, podcast. Fucking, I'm keeping that in. I'm your host Nathan Smith. How the fuck are you going? How are you doing? Are you good? Are you alive? Are you well? Are you breathing? Well, I'm fucking sure you are. If you listen to this here, I hope you're well. It it is what day is it today? It's the eighteenth of May. I'm not gonna lie, folks. I am suffering from a two day fucking hangover. I'm 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 hanging out my arse. Big man here decided to get absolutely fucking hammered on was it Sunday night? Ah, Sunday night I got blocked. I was I was fucking I was steaming Nolan like I was fucked. Couldn't tell you what I did. Couldn't tell you what I done. But fuck me, I was fucked. It was bad. Like, but you know, you ever just take a fancy for it? Like, I was being good there for a while. So I was well, I was like, but. I was being good there for a while. I wasn't drinking as much as I, as as I, as I, as I was because I was I was worrying myself. You know, I, I did I did fucking scare myself a wee bit, like you know. But I just took a fancy for it, and I got blocked. Obviously blocked. I couldn't tell you who was. I, I was I was on. I had a fucking three four video call with Big Man Con over in Essex, mate. Fucking Essex. Just talking absolute shit for four hours. It was fucking brilliant. A good crack. The big man watched me fucking tackle a shit ton of drink. Big fan of the podcast too, so he is. But I, what, what, thank again, thanks for your continued listen. If you're, if, if you're, if you're new, welcome. If you aren't new, fucking welcome again. Fucking good to see you. Good to have you back. Thanks for your continued listen and for the feedback and the questions and stuff too. Like you, you've no idea how much I do genuinely appreciate this. I, I, I do I do appreciate you coming back, sharing the podcast, sharing it with your friends and stuff. And I, I have a lot of new listeners. I really do have a lot of new new listeners, and it's, it's great to see. Um, and a lot of you, I, I, I need to, I'll address one thing real quick too. Like a lot of you have asked about the person that was talking shit about the, the podcast, and like a lot of a lot of you looking to know like who he is and stuff, or who who he or she is. I'll fucking say that there. One, I'm not gonna name drop the person to be honest. That's not me. Like I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do that regardless. Two, the person's entitled to his, to his or her opinion, which is fine. And three, you can't be a podcaster. A pod? I'm gonna call, I call myself a podcaster now. Um, and not leave yourself open to like the criticism and stuff around it. Like, um. But either way, it, even with me starting this podcast, it, it has like weeded out to the shit friends that you know won't support you through anything that you do at all. And, yeah, and, and a lot of you have asked, like, why to do it as well, like, my response to that there is, why not? I'll hit you with a question back, why why not do it? You know, I'm, 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 I'm really am loving doing it. It, it, it gives me something else to put my mind into and focus my time and energy and other things, instead of, like, lying about and doing fuck all my days off. Um, I do it for the people too, for the people to listen, and, like... A lot of people don't realise this about me. See, see, even in work or if if me if I'm seeing friends outside of work too, like if I'm asking them how they're doing, and I know they're not themselves, I will I will fucking tell us some stupid story about myself, make an absolute dick of myself just to make them fucking smile again that day. You know, I think that just shows a fucking good heart. I think, but yeah, that's that's why, that's why I do it. I want people to laugh. I want people to enjoy it. You know, as long as you the listener is smiling and laughing. I've done my job. It's like a fucking drug to me. Like, I feed off the environment. It gives me a rush. A rush that I just want to fucking chase. You know what I mean? Fuck me, that got serious, didn't it? 
what a way to kick off podcast with something serious. Fuck me. Right, well, fuck it. We'll, we'll move on a bit here. We'll move on. Next week, um, I think we actually have our first guest on next week. With all the new gear and equipment finally going to be used. Um, all being well, yeah, that's happening. And I can't fucking wait. I really can't wait. Absolutely buzzing for it. And I think um, I need to make the phone call today, actually. That I have my own private ambience to sit, record and research and develop my podcast more. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm fucking I'm I'm really buzzing for that there. And I've, I've got some bad news too for you, folks. Um, I've actually contracted the the Indian variant variant of COVID nineteen, but I feel fine. Like honestly, I do feel great. Uh, I feel I feel very great. Uh, I have no side effects. Good morning, sir. I think I have your issue with computer. You want number fifteen? Ah, thank you, sir. Mix kebab on naan. <laughs> Fuck me! Like what's wrong with me? I drew, I, I can't clarify. I don't have the Indian variant. I don't have COVID. I'm joking. Where the fuck did that come from? My head's up my hole today. I probably shouldn't even be recording like, but fucking hell. Was that racist? It probably was racist. I don't even give a fuck. I don't care. Anyway, so I see actually that they're talking uh, on the news today about as of the, I think fourteenth of June, all lockdown restrictions are being completely eased. But they will still have some possible local lockdowns. And then I'm thinking, what's the fucking point? Like, that's just, that's just giving them fucking perfect opportunity to later on. Say, for example, for Dungannon, right? A couple of weeks' time, there's fucking... There's, there's a, the clubs are open. You can go do whatever the fuck you want. And then they're like, oh, no, it's getting too out of fucking control here. We're locking Dungannon back down. That just gives them prime fucking opportunity to lock the whole fucking cotton thing down. So, fuck them. You know, regardless of how many people are fully vaccinated, it's, it's mental that they're still considering local lockdowns. Get everything opened up, back open to fuck. So that I, and, like, and, the, and the thing is as well, like, once this thing was like brought out on the news, right? Who appeared in the news, literally the next fucking story, right? Fucking Madeline McCann, little Madeline, little Maddie. Fucking <laughs> little Maddie. <laughs> little Maddie sounds like a rapper name, doesn't it? <laughs> Coming to the stage, little Maddie. <laughs> what the fuck? About? <laughs> I'm trying to think of an advert now for like what? <laughs> like a an advert for little Maddie's EP. <laughs> Well, let me say, what have we got? Uh, coming to a store near you. The latest album from Little Maddie. Titled The Rants Did It. Featuring hit songs like In the Garden, Don't Leave Me Alone, Another Classic, Dinner by the Pool. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> and hit classic. Neglect coming to a store near you from her original debut, May 2007. Where the, f- <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? Right, I'm moving on from that one. I, I, <laughs> before, I, before I go down that fucking rabbit hole, fuck me. But I know they seem to put like Madeline up on news every time they're about to fucking announce something horrific to take your mind off it. 
it's it's mental. You're 14 years on. It's actually the 14th anniversary there, wasn't it? On the 3rd of May, I think. Yeah. Mental. But fuck. I think that they always do do that. Before they drop something horrific, they will fucking release something fucking horrible, like, before it. And then to distract you and take your attention away from it. Like, I think the most recent one there was that they finally believe that Madeleine McCann's dead. It's like, fuck me, no shit. Of course she is. Of course she is. Now, yes, I, I can't imagine that fucking happening to anybody. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's awful. It must be an awful thing. Like, but fuck me. It's it's 14 years down the line. And they're only fucking trying to re- figure out wh- whether she's dead or not. Come on now. Tighten up. Anyway, we'll move on from that. Again, I, I put up a, an Instagram thing. A thing on Instagram like a, for questions and whatnot. Um, which, again, will be at the very end. And I was looking here those festivals and slash concert stories, and I got sent one story, and it, it is anonymous. I'm not going to be mentioning the person's name, but fuck me, it's long, it is fucking funny, and absolutely that number plate over there says boob cut. <laughs> <laughs> boob cut, class. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, I'll, I'll be telling this story as well, but I'll get into one of my, the one of the stories that happened to me on the way down to uh, Slane Castle. So two years ago, I went down to Slane Castle, and I think I, I think it was my fourth time actually seeing them live. Like Metallica is one of my favorite bands of fucking all time. Like, um, who Stiffled Fingers and Ghost were support that year, and both again two bands that I fucking love as well. And it was amazing, like, a couple a couple of things happened on the way down to Slane Castle, which fucking kicked off the whole thing, like, right? So, anyway, me being the dickhead that I am, I was on the drink for two days before going to fucking Slane Castle. This is my third day of drinking, like, and you know yourself, like, you're, when you're drinking in the town, you tend to go get, like, a Chinese or an Indian or some sort of takeaway, like, after your, your, your feed of drink, like, and... Fucking me being the dickhead that I am. Like, I am a dick. I am a real dickhead. Like, but I'm funny as fuck, though. And I was, I, was a, I was a bigger lad than I am now. Like, I'm still big now. I've, well, I've, shifted, to, I've shifted two stone here, if, for, if anybody hasn't noticed or realised. Big man slimming down. Um, I got two vindaloos for the house. And that was mistake number one. Like, and, and from the local Indian in the town here, it was a put the toilet roll in the freezer sort of job. Like, I I was flying a serious Japanese flag, you know, stingy as fuck. It was it was sore, like you know, it it, it hurt to wipe, you know, the fucking the, the the toilet roll was sizzling as I wiped my hole. And that was all right. Fucking woke up the following day, back in the beer, fucking drinking myself into a stopper for two days. I was off for a week. I was well, I was off for two weeks of work. I was fucking. I was going hard. I didn't give a fuck. Like, did not give a fuck. Day two, I was back in the fucking vodka and pure orange. Uh, oh, that's giving me shivers like that. That is Benidorm flashbacks there, which is funny enough. What happened in this story again too? Anyway, I was fine. Woke up the next day and it was Metallica day. Heading down to Metallica that day. Bottle of Buckfast sitting beside my bed and I was like, "Fuck it." Cracked that thing open. That'll be my breakfast. That hit me like a ton of shite, like. Back up into the town, waiting for the owner of the actual bar to show up. I was there that early. It was 9 o'clock in the morning. Big man wanted pints. Big man fucking needed to, needed to get back on it. 
But we weren't leaving fucking Dungannon to head to Slane Castle till like one o'clock or something. So I had a good fucking, I had a solid six hours drinking. Is it six hours? I, no, wait, hang on. I'm being stupid here, aren't I? Mm-hmm. I five, five hours. Five hours drinking before even heading towards Slane Castle. So I was rightly on by the time they can pick me up. So it was like, it was me. It was my two mates and my mate's dad. My mate's dad's a fucking big metalhead. Like, he, he got me into a lot of metal, so he did. And, you know, here's... It's one of the funniest fucking moments, I think, in my life. I've say, I, I do I say that there a lot, but I think this is one of the funniest things that I've ever experienced. I, I've genuinely ever experienced. So, we're in the, on the, on, in the car on the drive down to fucking Slane Castle... And I felt that gurgling sensation in my stomach again. You know yourself, like, it, it, that is, it is Benidorm all over again. But this time I'm not going to be in between two fucking bins filling a pothole. So I asked my mate, you know, to pull over and to, like next into one of those well-known motorway service stations. Um, I'll call it... See, I can't say the name of it, so... I'll call it Banana Blue, right? So, <laughs> Banana Blue. <laughs> so pulled outside Banana Blue and went full sprint into Banana Blue, right? Straight into one of the fucking bathrooms. And like I pushed past somebody, I pushed him out of the road, and he like that person was about to walk into the cubicle. Like I pushed him out of the road and I said, Sorry mate, I'm fucking more but desperate than you. Pulled the jeans down, pulled the boxers down, and sat down. And you know you know the way like when you sit down and before it starts, when you're in public anyway, in a public toilet, to try and save yourself from the embarrassment, you wait till someone either flushes the toilet, washes their hands, or uses the hand dryer, before you let the initial fucking pre-fire out your hoop. You know what I mean? You, you hold it in for so long, like, and hope that somebody fucking covers up the sound that your hole is about to make. And I started laughing, like, I started giggling a wee bit, and because I, I knew what was about to come, I started fucking giggling and laughing away. And coincidentally, the two lads on either side of me started laughing too. And I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna have to let this fucking rip. Like, I'm gonna have to. I can't hold it anymore. Fuck the noise being covered up. I don't care." And what it sounded like, it sounded like an old Japanese man talking. But it's like he was trying to warm his voice up first before having a full conversation. So it was sort of like, you know, you know, just starting to fucking warm up a bit. And the worst was yet to come because the three people in those cubicles all started fucking laughing. And they were cheering me and all, on and on. They're fucking talking me through it, and like anybody that was standing outside the cubicle, must have been wondering what the fuck was going on. Like, fucking ridiculous. Like boys going, "Oh, go on, big lad, push it out, get that load out, big squeeze." They must have thought we're all in the same cubicle, fucking riding. What the fuck? So I start, I stopped laughing because I could feel it coming, and I says, "Lads, I'm really fucking sorry, really fucking sorry." Perry just messaged me. Perry, I'm currently recording it. This is going to be live and included in the recording. I'm recording it right now as we speak. And I'll be uploaded in the next hour. 
well, I don't know how long this episode's going to be. It's 20 minutes in, or 15 minutes in already. Anyway, back to the story. I was like, lads, I'm really fucking sorry. I'm, this, this, this is fucking happening. Planted my feet down, put my hands on the side of each cubicle. And, <laughs> and just forced it out. And now it sounded like a Japanese man shouting at his deaf wife. What, deaf wife? Deaf wife? But kept forgetting what he was saying halfway through. So I was like, Oh, you going to go to the no, 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 Flush their toilets and fucking left. They're like, I'm not listening out there. Fuck that, dirty fucker. I sat there in that cubicle, fucking howling with laughter. One of the funniest fucking things. It was a proper fucking room clear, like, right? Proper room clear. So I fucking finished up. I came walking out of the cubicle, and this guy was just staring at me, being like, You dirty bastard. He's like, are you alright, bitch? You need me to call a fucking ambulance. It was disgusting. And there was a queue of people talking to go into the bathroom when I first entered. I ran past them all. There was nobody there afterwards. Bar this one fella just staring at me being like, that is fucking disgusting. Fucking wild. So I finished up, went back to the car. And the ones in the car were all laughing, fucking talking shit. And I was like, what's so funny, lads? What's so funny? And my mate's dad turned to me. And he goes, did you hear that dirty bastard in the toilet there? I've never heard anything like it. Bastard he's put down. <laughs> I couldn't, I, I didn't want to admit to it. Fucking wild, I claim I heard nothing. I, I claim I, heard, I knew nothing. I had, I had my earphones in the whole time apparently. Fucking, I, I couldn't admit that it was fucking me. Like, But it was a real fucking room clear. Everybody fucking left. It was fucking brilliant. Why are all my stories about shit? I've just realised my all my funny stories are about me fucking me being me shitting myself. Oh shit, that was grand. So we left Banana Blue and headed down to Slane Castle. Fucking great concert, right? Unreal. Had a couple of fucking beers down there, which were seven fucking euro a fucking pint. You gypsy feathing fucking rotten hairs. Anyway, Ghost, Little Fingers played. Fucking played all their classics was brilliant. Had, uh, that was, a, I think, it was my third time seeing them. Like, fucking Siffle Fingers and Flog and Mollies. I've seen them loads of times. Like, um, so Ghost finished playing and I says, I'm gonna run to the toilets here and go for a quick piss. And in the space of two minutes, I seen one thing. Two, sorry, two things. Right, one of them made me fucking nearly sick, and two had me in absolute stitches. Right. And again, I'm getting fucking shivers up my spine here as I'm fucking, as I'm thinking about this, like, it was disgusting. So, firstly, I walked in and I seen this fella and he was, he was fucking blocked, like, and he must have been off his head because, fuck, his pupils were fucking wild, like, his pupils were wild. Um, yeah, he thought the urinal trough was a hand washing station. 
Yep. Washing his hands in fucking a load of piss. And he was using those, you know those smelly fucking toilet cake things? Like, as a fucking hand washer scrubbing thing. And everyone around him standing there fucking watching and laughing. I'm splashing his face. No, <coughs> no, I'm actually... <coughs> oh, fuck. I was gagging, it was fucking foul. And then the next fucking thing that I've seen... I've seen these... <laughs> I've got, I've got actually I've got three things that happened that whole thing. That's not concert, right? So the next one I seen was these two lads, right? One of them pissing, and the other one standing behind them, reaching around, holding it for him, <laughs> holding his bio for him while he was pissing. It looked like that scene from Ghost. <laughs> they're fucking working the clay. I <laughs> like. There was a couple of, there was lads beside me that all looking at it being like, what the fuck is going on? And I said, you know, that's fucking, that's Patrick Swayze and your woman, what do you call your woman from that fucking ghost movie? I can't remember. And like, we all made eye contact with each other. And you know when you have that fucking moment of realisation where you all know exactly what the fuck's about to go down? You know what I mean? Like, you know exactly what's about to fucking happen. We had the fucking exact same idea. And we all just started fucking singing Unchained Melody. <laughs> well, the whole crowd, the whole crowd in that area started walking in like, Oh my love, my darling. You know, fucking everybody. <coughs> everybody fucking going nuts. Fucking. It was like they were working the clay, you know. Fucking, they got the hands around him and all. Pity it wasn't fucking Patrick Swayze doing it, because I would have asked for fucking one myself. You know what I mean? The fucking these two dicks fucking sitting there working the clay. Now, I don't know whether they were gay or just wrote off. I'm pro LGBTQA plus. You know, we used to do whatever you want. But fuck me. I was so funny. So I left, I walked back out, and I was heading towards the general area where all my mates were sitting. I was okay. But I seen these two guys, and they had their fucking like amputee legs off, and they were fucking sword fighting each other. Like, <laughs> tell you, fucking for, for the title of amp- amputee off the concert, <laughs> fucking jousting and all. Oh man, it's fucking concerts and stuff like that. There that bring people together and community communities together. One of the best concerts I've fucking been to, mate. Yeah, for the music, yes, fucking class. But see, for the build-up and everything I've seen, unreal. I, like, the amount of fucking people that were riding on the hills of that concert. You know, I'm no pretty fucking pony. Like, I'm not fucking good-looking. But fuck me, some of the people I've seen at it would have put you off fucking sex for life. And speaking of sex on hills, I've got a story fucking sent to me. Pretty much about that. It's a long one, it's fucking funny, and the person's going to be anonymous, so don't you worry. Here we fucking go. This is the story I got sent, and it's a long one, and it's fucking funny. I've got it all typed out here and all, so So, me and my boyfriend went to a concert in Dublin. The whole experience was hilarious. We booked a wee Airbnb, and just, just outside of the city, and of course... 
took plenty of alcohol for pre-drinks before we headed into Dublin. Fucking alcohol, alcoholics you are. Fucking dicks. Anyway, we were completely blocked. I'm going to be jumping in and out of this, by the way, as we go through it. We did we fucking snippets because I, I, I fucking, I was howling, laughing, typing this up. We were completely blocked, but in a really happy, drunk way, so everything was funny. Again, jumping in, I know what you're like. I wouldn't like to see you fucking angry drunk. Anyway, back to the story. We made it into Dublin, and it was a pure fucking mission. There were missed trains, wrong trains, you name something wrong that happened, and it fucking happened. The platform in the train was packed, and my boyfriend turned to me and said, Oh fuck, we are on the wrong train. He took off running to get off while I was trailing behind him. He got off, and the train door suddenly slammed in my face. I'm on one side of the glass, staring into my boyfriend's face, on the other side of the doors. As the entire platform watches on, the, sl- the train slowly takes off. What could I do but laugh? According to my boyfriend, the platform was roaring with laughter, which is what I was greeted to when I came back to the platform. Jumping in again. It's like the great fucking return. You know what I mean? Like, do you know the way you got a really drunk friend who gets kicked out of a club? And it's the sort of cheer he gets where he comes back in an hour later, just fucking re-emerges from the smoke. You're like, yeah! Get it out there! <laughs> anyway, back to the story. I marched up to my boyfriend and I said, fuck it, we are getting a taxi. The rest of the night went great. We drank more, we danced, and had the best night of our lives. When we were leaving the venue, I reminded my boyfriend of another concert and how it ended. We decided to find a nice, quiet, secluded area to have some alone time. Yo, get it fucking up, yeah? How long will we second? <laughs> fucking spit in the hand here, fuck's sake. Here we fucking go, what? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> Back to the story. Yes, I was horny. And I didn't really care about where we were. So we found a big tree. And it was all overgrown beside quite a big ditch which was too dark to see what was at the bottom. We were doing the deed, doing the business, breaking the headboard, as some would say, when we heard a loud voice. What are you doing down there? We quickly pulled ourselves together, and I answered. (laughs) We were bursting for the bathroom, so we went over here, and the girl was steaming. More steaming than me and my boyfriend put together. So she said, thank fuck, I'm busting to go as well, I'll just go here too then. So me and my boyfriend were laughing about what we were actually getting up to. As this girl whips down her jeans and her knickers and proceeds to go for a pee. Well, tries to go for a pee. The next thing we know, we see this white arse going head over shite down the ditch and into the darkness below. She squatted a wee bit too much, lost her balance and rolled down the hill into the ditch, which must have had water in the bottom of it at one stage because she was head to toe in mud. (laughs) I'd have fucking left her. Fuck her. I'd have just fucking left her laughing. I would have pissed myself so fucking hard. I'd just fucking left her being like, fuck that. You're done. Good luck. I'm away. Back to the story. 
Of course, she's down there with her knickers around her ankles. I can't even remember if I was laughing at this stage because all I was thinking about was helping this poor girl out. You have such a good heart. Och, we och, helping the poor girl out. <laughs> Only I wasn't for climbing into the swamp myself. Of course you fucking weren't. You're probably... You sent the boyfriend, so you did. You fucking sent the boyfriend. Send the fella down. I would love to have actually seen you go down. I'd love to have been there to see that moment. And two, to have seen you fucking go down to help her, only to get fucking stuck yourself. I wonder if she went over there by herself. Took a piss. Went head over shite down that hill. Would have anybody have fucking noticed? How long? Well, she, she might fucking still be there. <laughs> you know? Anyway, back to the story. I sent my boyfriend down to help push her back up this incline. Her arse was in his face the entire time. I'm standing there pissing myself, laughing while holding this girl's chips. <laughs> oh, I fucking... I was, I was laughing this hard, fucking typing this up. She was so seeming she couldn't let go of the grass to get herself dressed. Or she would have fell over again. It was like Bambi on ice. Eventually my boyfriend got her back up and I helped her get herself dressed. I handed her, I handed her back her chips. Now all three of us are sitting there laughing, the other two out of breath, when another girl came over and said, There you are, what the fuck are you doing? Clearly this was, my, this was the girl's mate. We didn't even say a word. We said good luck and away we went. My poor boyfriend had to sit there covered in mud and God knows what else while, he tried to f- while we tried to find our way back to the Airbnb. <laughs> Thank you so much for sending that in. I, I fucking cried laughing reading that when I got it sent to me. And I had to fucking include it. Don't worry, your name's not included. It's fine, but fuck me. I can just literally see this white arse fucking rolling down the hill. Like. <laughs> you sitting there riding away. <laughs> riding away. And this wee girl fucking goes head over shite down this hill. <laughs> I wouldn't know what they've done. That's fucking brilliant. Fucking right, we're of course half an hour here. What what else have I got here for you? We'll go on to we'll on to the questions. That's that's fucking all our concert shit. That's fucking brilliant. That is so funny. Absolutely fucking brilliant. Right, questions. Where's the Scottish princess? She always sends a question. There she is there. Just a side note, Perry, you, you mentioned while I'm recording this. You're easily one of the biggest supporters of my podcast. You are a fucking legend. You are an absolute legend. And I can't wait to all head out together for a couple of wee drinks. Get that one that left us, you know, she's away to that fucking milking place. To fucking get a wee night out and enjoy ourselves. Anyway, Perry's question is... If you're arrested without any explanation, what would your friends and family assume you'd done? Probably driving offences, to be honest. (laughs) I'm fucking wild in the road, like in this car. Fucking wild. Like, I am a real fucking ride or die sort of bastard. No fucks given. Like, I have enough points in my license anyway. So, yeah, probably that. Like, 
I don't think I could go down the fucking, you know, the, the serial killer fucking route. I don't think I could murder anyone. Although people were fucking annoying me at the start of the lockdown, like. The start of lockdown, and then. I people just fucking wind me up. Where I was like, I am gonna, I am gonna fucking murder you, like. I am gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just spit your head in. But actually, well. I've, I've never, I've never wanted to kill somebody more than I did want to kill this person one day. I, that's fucking really dark again, but let me explain. I used to work for like a, a local well-known pound shop. I'll not fucking name what it's called, but it rhymes with Soundland. Everything in it is a pound, like, everything in it is a pound. All the deals come to a pound, you know, you buy ten things, what does it come to? It comes to ten pound. And there's some absolute fucking dickhead, right? Everybody in the fucking place asks... How much is this? Because there's no price tag. If you hand me something, what's it going to be? It's going to be a pound, isn't it? Yes. So, I was stocking the fucking, all these DIY things, you know, home repairs for stuff, screwdrivers and fucking hammers and all. And I had this claw hammer in my hand. And this dickhead came over, and he knew what he was doing, because I heard him asking other people in the shop the same fucking thing. He came over, and he said, how much is this? This was the 20th fucking time I heard it that fucking day. I genuinely visioned myself fucking beating this fellow with hammer. I was so fucking angry. Really fucking angry. Like, do you ever, do you ever like, see in a movie where somebody has this fucking... Like, somebody gets asked a question, they get full of anger, and it cuts away to then kicking the fuck out of them, and then snaps back to the person asking the, con- the question again. It was all just... Envisioned in their fucking head. At that moment, I visioned myself hammering the fucking skull off this fellow with this claw hammer. That's dark as fuck, but I don't give a fuck. It was so fucking angry. I was like, I can't, and then I calmly just said to them, Sir, that is one pound. Um, Have a nice day. And I went into the storeroom, right? And I just started baiting one of the fucking wall hammer, like one of the fucking brick walls with this hammer, out of fucking pure anger. Out of pure anger. So yeah, Perry, fucking driving offences are fucking murder. One of the two. One of the fucking two. There was somebody... <laughs> Did anybody ever follow that Instagram fucking thing on... It's called the Confession Box? <laughs> it's called the Confession Box. People send all their confessions in. It's all anonymous again. And one of them... A mate of mine sent this to me. Because it involves Benidorm. And the first thing he says is, Smitty, mate, is this you? Now, I've read this. And I'm going to tell you to fuck off right now. It's funny as fuck. And here you go. When I was 28, I'm 27, big man. And I was 26 when I was in Benidorm, so fuck you. I went to Benidorm. With the lads and dads. On the way back to the hotel, after a messy day of drinking... A couple of us got got chatting to a group of older women. One of which is in her 60s and possibly 70s. After what started out as a bit of a wind-up, she ends up back at my hotel. And I think, fuck it, I'll blow the cobwebs off the old dear. (laughs) Is that the only thing you'd be fucking blowing off the old dear? (laughs) Where the fuck did I come from, dirty bastard? We get to my room where my two friends are trying to sleep. So I've got her bent over my kitchen sink, 
giving her a well overdue service when she smashes her head off the bathroom mirror. Blood gushing out of her forehead, she leaves and I pass out. Waking up a few hours later to the horror of what of one of my mates finding a pair of granny knickers in the bathtub. I broke someone's grandma in more ways than one. <laughs> no mate, that wasn't me. I would not shag a granny. Fuck that. I've actually... Can I, no, fuck it, I'll say it anyway. I have actually had a mate who shagged three generations of one family. And I'm not getting into that story today. Well, <laughs> he bucked the daughter, he bucked the ma, and he bucked the ma's ma. <laughs> I must message him and ask him if he can send that story in and keep him completely anonymous. Because he told me one night and my jaw fucking dropped. My jaw hit the fucking floor harder than fucking Tyson's did. Like, fucking. <laughs> yeah, he told me one night rode off. I couldn't fuck. I, you know what, we're going to end it there. We've recorded 37 minutes. 37 fucking minutes. Um, yeah, look. Again, thanks for all your continued support and all your listens and stuff. We're going to be starting the sort of serial killer slash conspiracy theory podcast um, in June. Looking forward to that there. The equipment's being whipped out next week. And by mean equipment, I mean recording equipment, not the equipment between my legs. Um, thanks to the fucking Mick Love podcast too for the shout out. Um... Mate, if you're listening to this here, I must get you on, and we'll fucking, we'll collab, and we'll get on and talk shit. I asked you a question for your podcast, and it stumped you, and I know it would've, I know it would've fucking, it would've got you good. But, yeah, thanks for the shout out. I, th- I appreciate you saying you like my podcast too. I, I do, I do really enjoy yours as well, mate. Really enjoy yours. Um, Anyway, as always, folks, fucking like and share the podcast with your mates. Get it out there. Thanks for the fucking support. And as always, you win the fucking morning and you win the fucking day. All the best. Good luck.